Hey, y'all. I'm Tish, and this is Boots, Bibles, and Scrapbooking. And today, we have a real special episode. We're going to talk about something real near and dear to my heart, maybe the most important thing to me in the world, and that is America. All things about America. We're going to talk about great Americans and great American institutions and great American values. You know, like baseball, apple pie, NASCAR, and Budweiser. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, Tish, you know Budweiser was bought by InBev. It's not an American company. Communist, you shut your mouth. This is my show. By the way, folks, this is my lawyer and sometimes co-host. He tries to keep me out of trouble. Mr. David, say hello, Mr. David. Uh, hello, everybody. Good to have you here. Also, hey, my producer Cody's up there in the booth. Hey, Cody, you want to say anything? Uh, hey, everybody. I uh, hope you're doing well. I'm just guy that pushes the buttons. You you say something. All right, let's get started. First off, hang on. What? Oh, Tish, are what? you drinking at ten o'clock in the morning again? I, listen, have I? Do I need to tell you again? This is my show. I sure am. You want to sip? No. What is that? It's a rusty nail. A, a rusty what? A rusty nail. It happens to be the signature drink at the Rusty Nail, where I spend quite a bit of time. I invented it. You take a highball glass and you put in two shots of aristocrat gin. You top it off with Diet Pepsi. And then at the very top, you put two splashes, maybe three, of grenadine. A rusty nail. You, want, you sure you don't want to try this? You're drinking that? Cody, you want one? Really, I'm, I'm good. I'll get you one after the show. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, what were you saying? Where was I? Stop interrupting me. You're so critical. All right. First off, let's dive right in, and let's talk about great Americans. I'm going to start off with one of my favorites. I don't know where we'd be in this world without Mr. Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest Gump is a character in a movie. A character in a movie based on a person. I know Tom Hanks played him. You don't play your damn self in a movie. But Forrest Gump, I mean, you think about what all he did. Hold, what? We wouldn't even have like a smiley face if it weren't for Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Tish. What? Forrest Gump was a fictional character. Well, you explain this to me then, Mr. David. How come they have all this footage from the news of him like at World War II and stuff? What? World War? No. No. You mean Vietnam? Whatever. Details. Don't matter. And then he's also like, when Martin Luther King was giving that speech, he was there in the crowd. How do you explain that? And you remember he showed his bum to that President Nixon or Eisenhower or something? You know. I think it was Johnson. Is that not what I said? Anyway, he just was a great American figure, and I think we could all stand to learn something from him. Are you being serious right now? What? Forrest Gump wasn't real. It was a movie that came out in 1994 starring Tom Hanks. None of that was... That footage was all created in Hollywood. They didn't have the technology to do that shit back then? What are you talking about? Uh, let's move on. You're pissing me off. Well, hold on. Now, what? I will admit that Forrest Gump, we have a lot to learn from him. He was a great character. He was a... But he was a character, Tish. He had character. Yeah, and what about that Jenny that he uh, was in love with? That bitch, she broke his heart. She huh? broke his heart. Oh, wait. Yeah. She had cancer, huh? No, she didn't have cancer. She had AIDS. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. And you know what? For such an upstanding American citizen, for him to get himself wrapped up with that slut, Jenny, what? it just pisses me off. What are you talking about? Jenny, she was terrible. She was not a good person. Why? I don't know. When she got sick, what'd she get? She had something. She had AIDS. Well? Tish, Jenny had a terrible childhood and was trying to adjust, and she was doing as best she could. She was a damaged person. So she come and damaged my Forrest Gump? No, they had a beautiful child together, remember? I don't remember that part. I just, I'm not a fan of Jenny, okay? 
You think Forrest Gump is still alive? If you mean Tom Hanks, yes, he's still alive. I'm not talking about the actor that played Forrest Gump. I'm talking about the real Forrest Gump. Oh, all right. So where do you think he lives? On the North Pole? Well, I reckon I don't know where he lives. I'm not stalking him. Are Sounds you? like you kind of are. No, I'm appreciating somebody who has done a lot for me, my family, and America. And it's kind of pissing me off that you won't just stop and appreciate Forrest Gump and all that he did for us. Well, I appreciate the movie. Okay, let's just agree that the movie's great. Okay. All right. Now, number two of our list of great Americans, Dr. Cliff Huxtable. What? Dr. Cliff Huxtable. Did you ever watch the Huxtables? The Cosby Show? Yeah. You know what? There ain't nobody raised kids better than that man. I love to watch him interact with children and women and the way that he instills values in people. That was a great American show, and I miss it. And Dr. Cliff Huxtable is A number one in my book. I think you missed some of the news over the last several years. About Cliff Huxtable? Well, about the man who played him, Bill Cosby. Well, I don't, like I said, I'm not stalking a bunch of celebrities. And you know what? I'm so tired of this shit that goes on in this country where people see somebody who's successful and they doing good and they're making a difference and they tear them down because they don't like to watch somebody succeed. And for no reason, they just start making stuff up about somebody and tearing them down. They want to knock them down off that pedestal because people don't like successful people. And I hate that. I hate it. Is that what you think happened to Bill Cosby? I know that's what happened to Bill Cosby. You don't think some criminal convictions might have had something to do with it? Like I said, I'm not paying attention to all that shit on the TV about him because I'm not a stalker. And I don't like to read. Listen, I just don't like it when people tear down somebody that's successful. Hey, hold on. I got to tweet something real quick. You know what I just saw? Uh Uh-uh, what? That little shit ass, Chrissy Teigen, she's tweeting something on Twitter right now about her life and it's so pretty and beautiful and her husband sings and they got beautiful kids and stuff. You know what? What a bitch. I just think, she ain't even pretty. Have you seen her face? She all puffy and shit. Thinks she all that. What's wrong millions with Chrissy of followers, Millions of followers to watch her be all pretty and successful. I hate her. We should cancel Chrissy Teigen. She's hilarious. She's a great person. I don't get half the shit she says. I don't think she's great or pretty or funny or smart or nothing. She ain't classy. Nothing. Tish. Yeah? Do you see the irony in this? The the what? The irony. I don't know what that word means, and I think you know that. Well, I think anybody who's listening to this sees the irony in that last little rant. Okay. Can we go to the next one? It's your show, baby. All right. Don't call me baby. It's your show, doll. Oh, God. Listen, this one really hits home. And I'm noticing a little bit of a pattern that some of these great Americans have not been treated well in the public. Okay? Joe Exotic, my friend. The Tiger King? The Tiger King. You know what? He has spent his life putting smiles on the faces of children who get to go in that single wide trailer and pet them tigers. And you know what he's doing right now? He's sitting in federal prison. rotting away in federal prison. And you know what Carol Baskin is doing right now? I don't care what she's doing. That bitch, Carol Baskin, she's on TikTok. She's making cameos with her new husband. You know why she ain't making cameos with her old husband? Because she f***ing killed him and fed him to the goddamn tigers. So she can kill her husband and feed him to the tigers. Meanwhile, Joe Exotic, he didn't never do nothing to nobody. And he's sitting in jail. And you know what? You know I love my president, Donald Trump. You know I love Donald Trump. But he really let us down when he left that office and he didn't take the time to pardon Joe Exotic. It's a travesty. 
Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? Huh? Did you watch The Tiger King? I put it on repeat for about three weeks after it came out. It brought back so many memories of our family trips up there. Let me tell you something. Did you watch it? You know, I'm one of the Americans who watched it and hates to admit it because it's embarrassing. Are you embarrassed you only watched it one time? Is that what you're saying? I'm embarrassed that I got beyond the first five minutes, but instead I watched the whole damn thing. I'm thinking I might not want you on the show so much. Listen, I'm not one of them people that's going to come on a microphone and start ranting and bitching and ranting and bitching and moaning and not take action. So here's the thing. I got a little initiative here when we talk about Joe Exotic. We're going to get him out. We're going to get him out. Okay, I started a GoFundMe page for Joe Exotic, and we set a goal of $20,000. So if you feel in your heart that you want to do something good for a great American, you find my GoFundMe page and give it, give a dollar, give $5, give $1,000. We're going to get Joe out. Shish, how is $20,000 going to get Joe Exotic out of federal prison? Well, we're going to go pay the guy. We're going to pay the money to get him out. Payton. Like what? Listen, when little Booger got arrested, I just went to the bail place, and I gave him some money, and they let him out. This is not the same thing as when Little Booger stole a Slurpee from the 7-Eleven. Well, that's why I'm not trying to raise $500. I'm trying to raise $20,000 because it's a bigger deal. You know what I'm saying? But he's already been convicted. There's no bail. There's no bond. He's serving a prison sentence. <sighs> well, we'll see about that. I'm going to get that $20,000, and we're going to help Joe Exotic. Now, I'd like to wrap up. Hold on. Hold on before we move on. You'd like to... What is that? Are you eating a Slim Jim? No, I don't eat Slim Jims, not since I got divorced from Randy, you know? Hey, listen. I'm not it, I'm not even going to ask. Okay. Hey, uh, it's corn nuts. These are dill pickle corn nuts. You want one? You're eating a dill pickle corn nut and drinking a rusty nail at 10 in the morning. What's 10.15 now? Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And you know what? It's always a good time for a corn nut. Have you ever had one? No, thank you. All right. Let's move on. We're going to wrap up this segment about great Americans with one of the best, the great white buffalo of great Americans, Ted Nugent. Oh, brother. I seen him in concert. I seen him in concert three times in Abilene, Texas. One time. Well, I don't know if I should say this on the radio. One time I, I got up on Randy's shoulders and I flashed him and he smiled at me. I think he winked at me. Randy said he thought maybe Ted Nugent had something in his eye, like some sawdust or something. But I swear to God, he was winking at me after I showed him my hooters. Anyway, I just think his music speaks to every oh, wait, American. Wait, wait, back wait, up. What? So you were on your ex-husband's shoulders at a Ted Nugent concert and you flashed him your breasts. You're damn right. Did Randy know about that? He wanted me. He was like, get up there, baby. Maybe we'll get backstage. We didn't, but I swear I swear to God, Ted Nugent, he looked right at my eyeballs after he looked right at my hooters, and he winked at me. I saw it. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I might have to take a break, but go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? Isn't Ted Nugent the guy who bow hunts and was against the vaccine and got COVID? And wasn't there some story about that? Oh, yes, there was. That's why he's on this list. He stands up for what he believes in. He lives off the land, just like pioneers and like our ancestors and shit. He's just an all-American guy. And he don't listen to none of the shit people say on the TV, or he don't read all the stuff about real things. He does what he wants to do because he believes in himself, and he believes in America. Uh, speaking of which, did you ever get your vaccine? Are you crazy? You know I ain't putting that shit in my body? You don't even know. Do you know what's in it? Hmm? 
do you know what's in the food that you eat? Do you know what's in the Sonic chili that you order every other day? You know what's in the Rusty Nail? Yes, I do. Aristocrat gin, Diet Pepsi, and grenadine. Of okay, what's, I know. In, what's in Diet Pepsi? Tell me right now. Pepsi, but without this sugar, that's what's in it. I think I just made my point. I think you make you a put lot of stuff points. in your body all the time, and you don't know what's in it. But for some reason, this vaccine, which could save a lot of, no, no. What are you smoking? A Marlboro Red. What do you mean? Tish. You want to know what's in this Marlboro Red? Is that what you're going to, oh, now you're going to quiz me on what's in a Marlboro Red? I'll tell you what, we're, this is America. I'll tell you what's in a Marlboro Red. American tobacco and a filter to keep it safe for me and my family. Oh, brother. All right, Mr. David. Let's move on, shall we? If you say so. I want to talk a little bit about great American institutions. These are the things that just light a fire in your belly when you think about them. Okay? So, let's start off with, you know, music. American music. Is there anything better? I have to agree with you. American music is darn good. You turn on some Florida Georgia line and it just lights me up. And so, I want to talk a little bit about country music, boot scooting music. But most importantly, I want to tell you when we're talking about America, I can't help but think about my first wedding to Randy. And you know, after we said I do and we sealed those vows with a kiss on the mouth, no tongue, because I told Randy that ain't classy, we walked down the aisle to exit the church to one of the greatest American anthems of all time. We were fist pumping in the air to Born in the USA by Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, Tish, you understand that's actually an anti-American anthem. Have you heard that song? Yes, actually, I have heard the song, and I'm very familiar with it. And the opening lines are, born down in a dead man's town, the first kick I took is when I hit the ground. You end up like a dog that's been beat too much till you spend half your life just covering up. I'm not into, like, interpreting shit that I don't understand. I just know when that chorus comes on, it is so damn exciting. I can't help but pump my fist in the air and sing along. Thank you, Mr. Springsteen, for such a great American anthem. Well, it turns out Ronald Reagan thought the exact same thing when he was was running for re-election, and that's not a correct interpretation of that song. So you're telling me an American president liked that song, and I like that song, and you're going to tell me it's not American. That's really interesting, Mr. David. Tish, uh, you've, I know you have an iPhone 5, and I, I'm pretty sure you know what Google is. Why don't you Google the lyrics to the song and read it sometime? You know I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. Yeah, I know. Another American institution that I'd like to pause and appreciate today is the Cracker Barrel. You, what? You ever been to a Cracker Barrel? No. The, uh, I, I would, the only thing I would get at a Cracker Barrel is a rocking chair. Good call. Them rocking chairs are the best. They don't squeak or nothing. But if you don't go to Cracker Barrel, where are you getting your pot roast? Where are you getting your chicken fry? Or your chicken fried steak? Or your fried okras? Where? Where are you getting your scented candles? I don't get and any. And your quilts? I don't. And your old timey candy? I, I don't need any of those things. Where are you playing checkers on a barrel? Why would I play checkers on a barrel? Because you're at the Cracker Barrel and there's a wait. What? You don't go to Cracker Barrel. No, ma'am. Your, your life is sad. I bet you've never been to the other great American institution, Joe Exotic's Catland. You're right. I, I definitely haven't and have no intention of going to anything like that. What do you do for fun? Like sit around and read legal shit? I go to the beach. Sometimes I go fishing. Like at the lake? No, like offshore. Okay. You know what else is a great American institution? Uh, this is going to be good. 
America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and those pretty little cheerleaders. Okay. Uh, yeah. Having been a lifelong Washington Redskins, now Washington football fan. You're going to get canceled for even saying that, Mr. David. I don't know why you're not so careful with your words, being a lawyer and shit. Well, that's how arrogant you people from Texas are, as you think Dallas is, quote, America's team. No, no. They just have nice-looking uniforms. You know what else they got? Troy motherfucking Aikman. Have you ever gotten a look at them blue eyes and that blonde hair? And he could throw that football about 85 yards, maybe more. Uh-huh. You don't like Troy Aikman. I, th- I, I, I do like Troy Aikman. Yeah, and I thought Roger Stallback was a great guy, too. But You th- probably don't even like Tom Landry. Do you know who that is, Tish? Yeah, he wore them hats. Uh-huh. I'm not happy with you right now. Okay. If you say anything negative about my final entry into this list of American institutions that mean so much to me, I think I'm going to lose my damn mind. All right. The last one. South of the border. You mean that dump that's on the border off of Interstate 95 between North Carolina and South Carolina. It ain't no dump, sir. And you know what's great? You can be driving down the road and everybody's screaming in the car and got to go potty and stuff like that. And they will put billboards up. And Pedro tells you, okay, only 72 more miles till you get to south of the border. And we just get so excited. Everybody's just coming out of their skin ready to go in there and see what kind of new fireworks they got or if they got some snakes or something, boots, whatever. Do you stop it south of the border? It's a destination. Do I stop there? I go there. That's the destination, sir. Uh, Okay, Tish. Uh, I I, I could see having to stop there if your tank was on empty and paying extra for gas because it's at south of the border. But When my tank is on empty, and I mean that metaphorically, like when I'm like down in the dumps and my tank is on empty, there's no better place to go than on the border. Okay. Hey, let's move on. I need to talk about one more thing. close out today we're going to talk about great american values okay and i don't like what i'm seeing in my country these days let's start with something real important to me i know we all grew up standing up in a classroom every morning putting our hand over our heart and reciting the pledge of allegiance to that flag and you know what they doing these days they telling the kids not to say it they telling the kids you don't you gonna get suspended if you you're gonna go outside and bang the Damn erasers together if we hear you saying that Pledge of Allegiance. They won't even let them say it. They they already done took out the the God part at the end. What are you talking about? It's literally Texas law that they have to say it. Well, my Aunt Wilma posted, an, it was a something, it was a meme or something, and they were saying, let's put the Pledge of Allegiance back in the schools. And I said, God damn it, when did we take them out and why? Why we can't even stand there and pledge allegiance to our flag? It makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. And the fact that nobody's doing anything about this, and you take the word God out of that Pledge of Allegiance, then you say you can't say it at all, or you kids going to get in trouble? How are they going to learn? A, a couple of things. I have a couple of thoughts here, Tish. Number one, I don't think that's actually happening. And then number two, why do you need to pledge allegiance to a piece of cloth? Oh, my God. Talk about getting canceled, Mr. David. You better watch your back when you get off the show. People don't like to hear shit like that. And you know what else? Let me tell you something. I got out my dollar bill the other day. And you know how it says on there, E pluberis unum, right? And then it said something, and God we trust. They took that shit off the money. It's not even on the money anymore. No, they didn't. Check. Do You ha- You probably don't have any money in your pocket to check. You check it next time you get a dollar bill. You look on there. It don't say nothing about God. Probably says something about, like, Joe Biden or something. It's bullshit. Let me tell you something else. 
This oh, I've been hearing from my Wilma on Facebook. They ain't letting people sing the national anthem before a sporting event. Uh, really? That's right. They are not singing the national anthem before a sporting event. Uh huh. Can you imagine? Why do you need to sing the national anthem before a sporting event anyway? Because this is America. And if we don't have flags flying everywhere, you can stick a pole, and we don't sing the national anthem before every event, and we don't pledge allegiance every morning before we start learning, what have we become? What is this country about? Huh? I tell you what, when I see a flag, every time I see a flag flying, flapping in the breeze, I put my hand over my bosom, and I say, God bless America. And I'd like to wrap up with this, Mr. David. We've talked about some really special things in this country today. Things that all of us value and cherish and remind us who we are as a people and as a nation. So today, my dear listeners, I encourage you, you go outside. You find a flag. You sing, God bless America. My country, tis of thee. You're a grand old flag and the national anthem. And then you say the Pledge of Allegiance with your hand on your bosom. And then you pump your fist to the sky to born in the USA. God bless you. God bless America. And I'll see you guys next time.